0: I look like a potato. Hello. Hi, this is Tori. This is the Tori Franco Show. I'm coming to you live from Potatoville, New York. And this is the first episode taking Patreon requests. Actually, no, um, this isn't the first episode, but I asked my patrons on Patreon to give me suggestions on the next couple of videos leading up to the holidays and even after the holidays you I just asked for suggestions um because I didn't have interviews lined up plot twist now I literally have two back to back lined up but hey the more the merrier um and you guys asked a lot actually about the holidays and the first uh the first one that kind of jumped out at me was holly adams request about um, holiday depression, and I wanted to talk about that and kind of get the fucking, you know, like, kind of somewhat sad stuff out of the way, because it's the holiday week, it's the holiday season, and I want to do some cheery shit, some stuff to make you guys smile, so we're gonna get, we're gonna get the meat and potatoes, um, of, of the emotions out of the way, so we can be happy, and, um, you know... (laughs) deal with our feelings first so that we can move forward and enjoy ourselves for the rest of the week you'll probably be getting a video from me every day out of this week because when i'm not doing this like podcasting i will be vlogging so if you're listening to me on the podcast you're not going to be getting a you're not going to be getting a podcast episode from me every day of the week but, um, if you follow, if you listen to me on the podcast, then you, pr- chances are you probably follow me on YouTube, so there's that. So that's cool. If not, then follow me on YouTube at The Tory Franco Show, and you, you can watch the vlogs of me baking cookies and, you know, doing stupid shit. Um, anyway. <laughs> Right now, this episode, it's literally 11.30. I'm not looking at my watch, right? By the way, I'm just fixing my bracelet. But it's 11.30 at night. And if you're asking or wondering where I get this energy at 11.30 at night, it's called coffee. Um, I had my second cup of coffee tonight at 7.15 uh, p.m. So here we are. But Holly wanted to talk about or wanted me to talk about seasonal, not seasonal depression, holiday depression, two different things. Seasonal depression is depression from the weather changing and how it gets dark early and it's darker uh for longer in the winter time, right? Holiday depression is depression around the the holidays uh, for whatever reason. Maybe a family member passed away. Maybe that's the... Around the time that you got divorced or around the time that a family member got diagnosed with something serious that led them to passing away, something like that. Holiday depression is a real thing. And I can only speak, and you guys know I only do speak from experience. Um, and I can tell you, I don't get, I don't get depressed around the holidays, but I can tell you the holidays have never been the same since my grandmother passed away, my naughty. And my mother can tell you the same thing. If you look at our tree, the tree is basically five inches, not even taller than me. Um, and that's because my mother just—we used to go all out for Christmas because that was my grandmother's favorite holiday. But ever since she passed away, it's just not the same anymore. Our the traditions change, and um, you know. Things just change when, when the main people in your family who kept the traditions alive die. The, the traditions kind of die off with them. And with that can kind of leave some mundane bullshit. Like the holidays just kind of, not that they suck. I love the holidays. Don't get me wrong at all. I am very grateful, especially with my nieces. Like I'm very grateful for the holidays. But when a family member passes away, and that family member was so integral such an integral integral is that the word I don't know such a such an a crucial part of the holiday it it things just things just aren't the same uh so with that being said um i want to talk about it and kind of tell my my story it's not just my story but uh my experience with this sort of shit and so I guess I'll start with 12 years ago when my family who used to all live here my mother's every single one of my mother's sisters my mother is one of five one of my aunts um, is in a home for um, for autism and she's been there my whole life for as long as I can remember so she really doesn't count in in this, you know what I mean? But her other three sisters always lived here. My aunt, Teresa, always lived around, literally around the block, walking distance. Um, my grandmother at one point lived, flopped back and forth from Florida to here, you know. But um, for the most part, the family was always together. And when you're an Italian family... If you guys are Italian, I mean, just uh, the Italians get together every Sunday. That was the thing. Every fucking Sunday, I was at my aunt's house around the corner for dinner. Every Sunday. um, And so not only do the holiday traditions change, but just... The, when your family moves away, it's just you don't have access to them as much and 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 your relationships kind of suffer because of that, you know, and that in turn affects the holidays again. But even after my family moved, my my three aunts, well, two, two out of the three aunts moved to Florida 12 years ago, along with my naughty and my cousins, obviously. All moved my one aunt that stayed here, my aunt Sandra, um she lived in Queens for a while, so we were still far away from one another, but still in the same state nonetheless that we could like be with one another and uh the traditions didn't necessarily change because my grandmother was still alive, so we still had that ability to fly to not that we don't have the ability now but we still everything that we did when my grandmother was alive everything that we did was centered around her whether it was surprising her for her 50th wedding anniversary or surprising her for her birthday or surprising her for christmas which was the last time that i saw my grandmother alive was um christmas of 2012 i'm gonna get emotional (laughs) Um, Christmas was a huge, Christmas was her favorite holiday. My grandmother ate, slept, and shit Christmas during the holidays. Um, there was not a room that wasn't decorated to the nines. She had, by the time that she passed away, she had a fucking village, a Christmas village. That was literally a village, like took hours to put up and take down. And she did it every single year. My grandmother was Mother Christmas. And so Christmas was huge in my family, on my mom's side of the family. And even before her pet, like even just taking like taking her passing and putting that to the side for a second even when I look at my father's side of the family and Christmas, the difference between the traditions when I was a kid and where I am at now with my relationship with them, but also just where we're all at now with traditions Things change. You grow up. People grow up. You get married and the traditions change and it kind of is depressing because you have these memories with your cousins playing, you know, playing with all your toys together and your pajamas and your Christmas pajamas and Santa Claus coming and being so excited and then you're an adult and it kind of becomes like mundane, you know, Um, it kind of becomes it becomes depressing, so f- whatever reason depression happens, it happens. But if you're dealing with a death in the family, it happens tenfold. And if you're dealing with that death away from the people who understand what dealing with that death feels like, it's twentyfold, you know. Um, and so that's what we deal with right now, my, if, 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 to give you some context, I'm not in a relationship right now, like in a, I'm not in a serious relationship right now. Um, the, 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 the situation that I may or may not be in isn't one where we're spending the holidays together yet. You know what I mean? So my mother is still able to have me, during the holidays my sister has her wife and her wife's family and they have to delegate the way that they can with their family i mean this year's different with covid we're being covid compliant we're being careful it's going to be literally just us for the holidays um but my mother doesn't have her sisters anymore um every holiday you know, we we made a pact when my grandmother passed away that we would spend every Christmas together or try, whether that meant every other year we switch on and off. Like we go to Florida once and then the next year after that, they come to us and swap that, you know, again, you just don't follow through on things, which you should. And it kind of fucks things up, Right. So, to give you some context, I'm not in a serious relationship right now. Um, And so, my mother and I have each other for the holidays. But during the holidays, if my mom's not going to Florida, which this year she definitely can't, she really has nobody else but me and my sister to go to for the holidays. And if my sister's with Alessia's family, her wife, if my sister's with her wife's family and my mother doesn't want to necessarily do that, then it's literally just me and my mother for the holidays. You know, uh, we go to my neighbor's house, but the tradition that never was a thing (laughs) that never was. Christmas was huge in my family. So it can, yeah, can definitely get depressing. I don't get depressed around the holidays. I really don't because I love the spirit of Christmas and I love the feeling of it. And I love when you have kids in your life, like my nieces and and watching their eyes light up in the morning and get so excited when they see the presents under the tree. And this one's from Santa Claus. And I, watch the, I don't see my father on the holidays at all. I don't see him for Christmas Eve or Christmas Day anymore because of his wife that's a choice that i've made i choose not to be around him and his wife for the holidays she's a drinker she's an alcoholic that's my choice years ago i chose to participate in holidays with him in the coming years uh the last maybe two three years i decided i no longer want to do that or partake in that and that's my choice So I don't see him for the holidays. If anything, I'll buy him, I buy him a gift and I'll see him after, um, the holidays. Like we'll go out to dinner, just me and him or me, him and my sisters and exchange gifts or whatever. Because I choose not to be around his wife because she's actively a drinker and she doesn't, she's not the most pleasant when she drinks. So that's my choice. My father hates, basically hates that that's my choice. He thinks that basically I ruin his Christmas every year because of that, but that's a choice that I make. So my only option is to really either A, spend Christmas with my mother, obviously, or B, once I'm in a more serious situation with the person I may or may not be with, um, spend the holidays with that person with my significant other right and if i'm spending the holidays with my significant other then i'm worried that i'm leaving my mother alone and i'm abandoning my mother so either my mother has to come with me or go with my sister um or or i have to invite you know whoever to my house you know what i'm saying so it gets a little wonky the fucking the holidays get a little wonky Um, but the, but I don't get depressed, so I can't, I can't really talk about depression. I can talk about depressing holidays because our holidays have, have definitely my mother and my, my holidays have definitely been, uh, I wouldn't even say they've been depressing to be quite honest. Oh man, I'm too positive for this. I really wouldn't. The tradition here's the thing that i would say about anybody i can't talk about depression necessarily because to me when i think of depression i think of like you're laid in bed you can't get out of bed because it's the holidays and it's and the holidays always bring forth this feeling of depression and whatever i could talk about sadness around the holidays um um feeling a sense of, of grief around the holidays, um, feeling a sense of grief because the person in your life that you love very much has passed away. I, in my situation, my nornies, my, my nornie. um, feeling a sense of grief around the holidays because traditions that you loved very much as a kid growing up that that you loved even as an adult don't happen anymore. Feeling sadness because of that, yes. There is always this sense of sadness um, around the holidays for me and I know for my mother as well. But we make the best of it. So the only thing that I can say to you, Holly, who, who, who recommended this, um, is regardless of if you're with your family or not, and regardless of if you're, you feel like, and I don't know your situation, but I can tell you this, because I think you said in the comment that, uh, you know, the people who, the only people who understand what you're going through are 600 miles away. I can tell you this. I don't know where you are, but your family is not the only people that understand, right? Like my mother and I, maybe they're the only ones that understand the specific pain from that specific person, of course, yes. But I can tell you my mother and I, and and even my sister, you know, but my sister has her own family, so that kind of makes up for everything, but... My, and my whole entire family in Florida, we all feel the, the void on Christmas because my grandmother is gone, you know? Um, but I can tell you that we are not the only family who deals with that, clearly. And when we go to my neighbor's house to spend Christmas with my neighbors, I know for a fact that my neighbor deals with the same stuff because her sister passed away years ago when i was 17 13 years ago you know and so she deals with missing her sister on christmas and we all have some sort of situation like that where where there's there's a there's a missing piece on christmas especially as you get older that's that's uh, it's unavoidable unfortunately it's life it's unavoidable but instead of getting depressed What my mother and I do is we deal with our sadness. We cry it out. I'll watch a video. Like I said, and I might even cry saying this because it just brings back memories. The last time I saw my grandmother alive was when we all were together. was the last time my entire side of my mother's family was together for Christmas. It was 2012, Christmas of 2012, and... My grandmother wasn't sick at that point, but we wanted to give her a Christmas treat. And my grandmother loved Christmas so much. And since moving, we had not all, every single person in the family been together for a Christmas. It it was either I went for one Christmas, but my sister didn't. My sister went. I didn't. My grandmother didn't have all of her grandchildren in one place. Since moving. And at that point, it was, let's say eight, eight years or whatever, you know, however long it had been, six years. I don't know. She hadn't seen a Christmas with every single member of our family. So we gave that to her, Christmas of 2012. And my story with that is I am deathly afraid of, of flying. Um, and, Every single time that I would book a flight to go see her, whether it was for the holidays or for the summer, for her birthday, whatever, I would always chicken out and my anxiety would get the best of me and I'd get a credit like three days before, you know, I remember 2010, uh, no, 2009, me, my sister, two of our very good friends and Alessia and my mother were all going to Florida to go visit my grandmother. And I backed out last minute and they went and had themselves a good time. You know, so I finally, I don't know if it was something in me maybe or the universe or whatever, just knew that this would be her last Christmas alive. I don't know what it was, but... um, I hopped a plane <laughs> to surprise to well not so I didn't surprise her. I hopped I hopped on a plane to go see her. And at that point I hadn't seen my grandmother in two years because of my fear of flying. I had every opportunity within that two years to go see her and I didn't until that Christmas. And my grandmother kept saying, you know, oh man, uh I wish we could all just be together. I wish we could all just be together. You know, I wish your sister was coming, but it's fine. It's fine. I'll send her Christmas present in the mail, this and that. And unbeknownst to her, my sister and Alessia, who at the time didn't have kids, uh, hopped a flight, you know, to, to surprise her and we got the surprise on tape. Um, and that was, the last christmas that i saw that i saw my grandmother alive and i have no idea what the fuck i'm trying to say right now because now i'm just kind of word vomiting memories um wow i've i just lost my complete train of thought oh so for me i guess christmas yeah it can be definitely um uh daunting when it comes to the memories and see how i just got lost in that memory and like i kind of just want to live there for for a, a fucking moment and like hear her voice again and 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 be able to hug her you know what i'm saying but what my mother and i do because we're very similar and my sister too is we rejoice in her memory and we feel the feelings (laughs) you know like i'm feeling emotional right now because like i'll always miss her i'll always have oh man i'm gonna get emotional i'll always have like regrets for not seeing her before that Christmas, for that Christmas being the first time that I saw her in two years, you know, like I'll always have that feeling and I'll always, and I'm not that I'll always feel, oh yeah, I think, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I'll always feel it. Maybe, maybe eventually I'll heal from that and realize like, how was I supposed to know and I can only learn going forward from that. And now I force myself to get on planes because of that very reason, you know. Um But one of the ways that we combat our depression, I guess the reason why we don't fall into a depression is because we allow ourselves to feel the feelings. And we don't live there. We don't um live in the grief and the void that is... My grandmother wouldn't have wanted that. And I'm sure Holly, and I'm speaking to you, but I'm speaking to anybody out there, but Holly requested this topic. So I'm going to talk to her directly. I'm sure, Holly, if you did, I'm assuming you lost a loved one. And if my assumption is right, I also assume that your loved one would not want you to be depressed around the holidays. Your loved one would want you to be, no matter where you are in the world, and and in proximity to where your family members are in the world your loved one would want you to be happy no matter what and make the best of the holiday that's what your loved one would want for you you know um and i know for a fact my grandmother would not want us to be depressed she would want us to my my grandmother's probably smacking my mother across the head every five seconds when my mother says yeah i'm not really into it this year my mother my grandmother's probably coming down from heaven from her cloud on heaven and saying are you an idiot smacking my mother across the head and and, and you know telling her get your ass up get a bigger fucking tree and fucking put your christmas village up that i bought you you dumb ass and go celebrate Christmas with your children or your child or your grand, whatever you know. I could guarantee that, guarantee that. So uh, your loved one, and if and if you're listening to this or watching, this is for you too. Your loved one, you don't need to mourn them on the holidays. You can feel the void, and. Cry it out for a, a second or, or a couple minutes, even you know, um, and then enjoy where you're at, you know, the, the, the holidays, Thanksgiving. Um, and I was going to do an episode about this around Thanksgiving, but I didn't because I just had a lot going on, but the holidays. The Holidays are a time of reflection. It's the end of the fucking year. You reflect how the year went. You reflect on where you're at, where you were at last year. At least that's what I do. But the main thing is being thankful, right? The holidays are about being thankful. Christmas is about being thankful. Hanukkah, any holiday that you're with your family or you're alive, even if you're not with your family, but you're just alive, to wake up on Christmas morning, even if you don't have much or many people around you, you're alive, it's a time to be fucking grateful. You know what I'm saying? And so the way that we combat or prevent our depression is by making the best of the situation that we're in. Is it the ideal situation? No, it's not. I would love to spend every fucking Christmas, every single solitary Christmas with my family in Florida, every year, no matter what. Family, my my fa- Christmas with my family in Florida is fucking truly magical. Seriously, my aunt Teresa is the she's the best at christmas uh, uh it, it like she's she's inherited it from my gra- my grandmother my naughty, you know um uh but being with my f- like not e- even if she wasn't the best at fucking christmas even if she took a year off of being her crazy ass self and just said fuck this shit let's just do the bare minimum for christmas Christmas with my family in Florida would still be fucking magical because that's what I know and that's what I grew up with, right? So when we spend Christmas here and it's not much and there's not really – and it doesn't really – sometimes it doesn't really feel like Christmas, right? Um, Are my mother and I sitting in bed laying down crying because we don't have much going on? No, not at all. We make the best of what we're given. There have been Christmases where it was literally just my mother and I, um, literally just the two of us, because everybody around us was doing shit. I was single. My mother was single. We had nothing going on. It was literally just the two of us, and we made the fucking best of it. There have been Christmases where it was just my mother, me, and my aunt, who used to live here, my Aunt Sandra. We made the fucking best of it, you know? Is it, is it ideal? No, it's not. But you know what? If I spent Christmas in this fucking room, let's say, worst case scenario, I was exposed to fucking COVID or, or God forbid, knock on wood, got COVID, right? Within the next like two days, you know, like came down with some symptoms and had to quarantine in this room away from my entire family. It would suck. It would fucking blow balls but oh there's my stomach i guess i'm hungry but i would make the fucking best of it I'd, I'd literally hoard every single book that i had and like fucking read you know like that's that would be something like the what i'm trying to say is we all have situations that suck That, that, you know, we all have situ- in life in general, but particularly I'm talking about Christmas, obviously because that's the topic. We all have traditions that we used to partake in when we were kids or when our families were closer before Aunt so-and-so became a twat and, and you know, before politics fucking ruined the entire family and whatever, right? Broke up the entire family before this person cheated on that person and that person fucking dropped dead. We all used to have these traditions that evolve and change over the years. and Sometimes they change completely. Sometimes they disappear completely and sometimes they just evolve, right? Like... The, like, for me, we would wake up every morning when I was a kid and we would have Christmas morning. That would be our, That was our tradition. My favorite tradition, still to this day, was, um, waking up on Christmas morning, getting, uh, my aunts would get all of the presents together that they had bought for us and each other, and they would literally hoard them over to my house. And they would bring bagels and locks and cream cheese and eggs and bacon. And my uncle Abe would, would cook the eggs and the bacon and make the food and throw down, make coffee. And we'd have this huge breakfast and we would eat breakfast and then open up gifts every single year without a, without a fucking blink of an eye. And if I was in Florida right now, that would be happening, right? And so the tradition, the way it's evolved is that tradition will never die in my family, right? Um, uh, For me, at least. That will literally, when I have children of my own, that's going to be a tradition. I will literally take my child or children, bring them to my sister's house with all our presents or vice versa, And we will literally have a huge breakfast and my kids will grow up knowing that tradition and they will pass that down. That is a tradition that will never die. But it has evolved because I'm we're older now. I'm 31 years old. My sister's 47. She's not. She's going to kill me if she sees this. My sister's 33, you know. So we're older now. We do that with my nieces and my nephew who's this is his first Christmas so and he's still he ain't gonna know shit at this point anyway. He's not even a year old. But we do that so now my nieces um know what that tradition is. And it's evolved because it's not with my aunts anymore because they're in Florida. I mean if we were all in Florida, if we were, if we went to Florida for Christmas, that would still they still do it there too. So we all still do it, but just differently obviously in our in our um in our designated places if that makes sense um but the way that it's evolved is now we give that to my nieces and now my nephew and the kids in my life you know so when when i was a kid and even growing up as a teenager in high school that was a tradition that i looked forward to um for myself Now the tradition still stands, but the feeling evolves because now I look forward to watching my nieces and now I'm going to look forward to watching my nephew and watching my nieces and nephews face light up when they see, first of all, we have matching, we get matching pajamas. Now that's a new tradition that never was a thing when I was growing up, but now my mother has made it a tradition for my nieces. So now we've made new traditions um that every year she gets us all matching pajamas my sister her wife my mom me and the kids we all get matching pajamas uh you guys will see them in a later video uh because i will be wearing them but my mother buys everybody and if i had a girlfriend that was coming christmas morning um she would get matching pajamas too. And if she had a kid, her kid would get matching pajamas, you know? So like that's the tradition. Um, but that's a new tradition. So, so what I'm trying to say is you create, you make do with what you have. And that's always in life how you avoid pitfalls is, you know, I'm reading, I'm reading up on stoicism you know, um, um, you know, philosophy, stoic philosophy. And one of the main, one of the main, uh, the main points of stoic philosophy is basically not worrying about things that you can't control that are out of outside of your, your realm of control, right? That's the main, I guess, the main idea of stoic philosophy and so that's basically how i've always lived my life anyway is not worrying about things that i can't or trying not to worry about things that i can't fucking control i can't control who dies in my life and who who moves away and who this and who that but what i can control is how i react to it and what i can control is what i choose to be grateful for in my life. And my nieces have been a blessing, but they weren't always around to be that blessing. Prior to them being born, my grandmother passed away. And that was still an issue. And even then, I always found something to look forward to. I Even if it was just, I can't wait to wear the Christmas pajamas that my mother buys me. You know, because prior to her buying us all matching pajamas, which has been a new tradition, she would just buy us all like pajamas. So even if it was that small, there was always something to look forward to. So what I would say to you, Holly, or to anybody out there who's feeling down and out about the holidays, try your hardest to look forward to something something and if you and if you find that there is nothing i burped if you find that there is nothing in your life to look forward to which i find pretty hard to believe because again you can take it to the most minuscule thing that we we take so much for granted every day we take our lives literally the fact that we woke up this morning for granted every single day it's, it just becomes second nature to wake up in the morning. But you know what? Not everybody's doing that. Not everybody got that privilege to wake up this morning, you know? So, if that is the, is, is the most, if that is the most infinitesimal thing to look forward to, which it's really not, because that's probably the biggest thing to look forward to, is living life, being alive, right? Then, then go with that. And if you truly have nobody and nowhere to go for the holidays, which again I find hard to believe because there's always somebody somewhere that you know that is willing people are some people are generous around the holidays. People are assholes around the holidays, but they're also fucking generous too at times, you know? And and, and um so I find it hard to believe that, right? But even if that is the fucking case, think about somebody who has it worse. Than you, if you have a roof over your head, food in your belly, and a, a, a job, especially in times like these, and you're not on a ventilator in the fucking hospital, then I'd say, especially after this year, you've pre- you've you've lo- pretty much lucked out, you know. Um, but any year really, <laughs> because I think about what I think about around the holidays. That also keeps me from depression is the people who, when it snows, it just snowed here in New York. When it snows, I think about the people who are living under train trestles, who have nowhere to fucking go. Can't go to the shelters, especially now because of COVID, let's say. You know, I'm sure they're not, clo- the, the shelters aren't closed, but there's probably limitations to them because of co- COVID compliance, right? I think about the homeless people. I've, heard, I, I, my, I've heard stories. I I know a story of somebody who was living homeless on the streets and on a cold night. He literally died because he froze to death. EMS was called on this guy and he passed away because he froze to death. And so I think of those people the people who literally have nothing on the holidays and two things happen. I get sad because I wish that I could help them in any way. And that's why, you know, like, um, it's good to also give back and donate as much as you can donate your money. If you can, as much as you possibly can, I'm kind of kicking myself in the ass that I didn't have like a, some sort of chat charity event or something like that. Um, I mean, I could still do it. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But either way, if you find that you have nowhere to fucking go on the holidays, if you want to really feel better about your life, go volunteer at a soup kitchen and go volunteer at a homeless shelter for Christmas Day. Or Christmas Eve. If you have nothing to do and nowhere to go and you're completely alone and you're just going to be sitting in your house doing nothing or your apartment doing nothing with nobody, go to a homeless shelter and volunteer or a soup kitchen and volunteer for the day. And I promise you, it'll put, it'll put things into perspective for you and you'll feel gratitude that you are where you're at. Because there's always something to be grateful for, you know, like even even if you ask the homeless person, I'm sure a homeless person could probably find something to, to, to be grateful for, you know. So the way that the way that we keep ourselves from from falling into this sadness and depression is we don't um, we don't wallow. I'm not, a, I'm not a wallowing type of person. I feel my shit. I get sad. I have moments. I have off days, off weeks even. I get depressed, but I don't fucking wallow. I keep it pushing and that's the best way. And I'm not saying anybody out there is doing that, but what I'm saying is that's the best way to keep yourself from falling into the pitfalls. Because life does this. It's up and down. Life is a fucking up and down roller coaster. One minute you're up and then the next you're fucking down. It ebbs and flows. That's just how life goes. Right? So the best way to go about dealing with the ebbs and flows of life and the holidays and whatever is to ride the fucking wave. And 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 Go with it, and know that eventually, if you're on a downturn, that eventually the downturn is going to bring you to another upturn. You know what I'm saying? And um, as long as the trajectory, like the ups and downs, are at a steady up, you know what I mean. Then you're then you're fine. You know what I'm saying? But but. That's the only, the only way that I can see, the only way that I can see anybody combating depression around the holidays, especially over a um, uh, like grieving or, or the loss of a loved one or family moving away, whatever it is, is to just make the best of the situation that you're in Period. We always can make the best of the situation that we're in. Always. Look at, you want inspiration, look at Tia B. Stokes on TikTok. If you don't know who she is, go check her out. She was recently, maybe 10 months ago, diagnosed with leukemia. Five kids and a husband. And she's making the best of her situation. And I truly believe that that is why she will make it out of the situation is because she's making the best of it. You could be, you could be dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? Again, there's always somebody or something that is worse out there. You could, you could be a family who just lost somebody to COVID. Thanksgiving. You could be a family who lost somebody the day before Christmas because I'm sure there's going to be a family out there who loses somebody to COVID or something the day before Christmas. You know what I'm saying? And so now every single Christmas, not only because they lost somebody, but because they lost somebody the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve or Christmas Eve Eve, that Christmas will always be tainted. You could be that family. You know what I'm saying? So When you think about the it, it, when you think about depression around the holidays, the only thing I can say is make the best of the situation that you're in, and know that you're gonna be okay. My stomach is making some weird ass fucking noises. I apologize. I think maybe I need to poop. I don't know. Um, that's the only way. That I can, that's the, that's the only way that I can, uh, talk about depression around the holidays. I mean, depression period, but depression around the holidays is don't live there. And sometimes it's easier said than done, but if you, you have control over your mind you have control over your thoughts and what you think and how those thoughts affect you you are the only person that's in control of that and you now knowing that can stop and say wait 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 my brain is going to this pessimistic point of view let me let me train let me let me um turn this train around and go the other way and in doing that even if you got to sit down and write out all the things that you should be grateful for in this present moment. For me, right now, I'll fucking do it right now. I can name five things that I'm grateful for, people, things in my life right now that I'm fucking grateful for. You know why I can do this with ease? It's because I fucking wake up every morning damn near and I journal and I fucking write down every goddamn thing that I'm I'm grateful for. You want to know what I'm grateful for? I am grateful for my family and... My nieces and the love that they give and my nephew and the little boy that he is and the cuteness that he is, right? That's one. My mother, my sister, my support system. I'm grateful for Brittany and the laughs that she's brought me and the healing that she's brought me in my life from the situations that I was in. I'm grateful for this platform. I'm grateful for you guys and, and the opportunities that I've been given from TikTok and from, and from uh, uh, everything that has happened, uh, um, that I'm, wow, my stomach is, I'm, I'm I don't, I promise you I'm not pooping or farting right now. <laughs> um, I'm grateful for, uh, I'm grateful that I didn't get sick. I'm grateful that I remained healthy and throughout this entire pandemic and that it's almost fucking over. And that the light is, is there and we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that, um, let me see, let me think of, of, of the fifth thing. Uh, I'm grateful that I'm fucking alive and here. And I'm grateful for the dips and twists and turns in my path because they led me to this exact moment. Like, uh, fuck. I'm grateful this Christmas. I'm grateful for my fucking matching pajamas that my mother got me that I cannot fucking wait to wear. I'm grateful for the fact that this year... Is the first year in a very long time that I've actually been able to buy my family decent presents. That includes my nieces. Decent presents that they're actually going to like and use. Whereas pr- prior to this Christmas, I wasn't able to do that financially. I'm grateful. Um, I'm grateful for the friends that I've gained this year. And the friends that I've lost this year, I'm grateful that certain situations in my life had to happen in order for me to see things. I'm so grateful for the person that I am today. Like, I could fucking go on and on and on. You know why? Because I live there. That's where I live. On the days that I feel like shit, I'm not living there. On the days that I feel like shit, I know I'm focusing on the things that I don't have. The things that I don't want. My insecurities are getting the best of me. My lack of, of this person or that person, my grandmother, this. I could literally go on. I, I'm in debt up to my face. Do you know that? Nobody knew that. Why? I don't fucking talk about it. Why? Because A, it's my business. And B, um uh uh it's not something i choose to focus on. It's a negative in my life that i choose not to focus on because i know eventually i leave it up to the universe and eventually especially hopefully with this path that i'm on eventually it'll fix itself and i know that. Like i know that like not eventually it'll fix itself. Eventually eventually i will be in a position that i can fix it and i'm working on on focusing on getting to that point. So why, why woe is me about that? Oh, this and that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm grateful that I'm on this path right now. So there's so much to fucking be grateful for. And what I would say to anybody out there around the holidays, thinking like, woe is me, get out of that mind state. That is not mind state you want to live in. That's not a mind state you want to stay in. You will be depressed during the holidays if you remain in that mind state. Wake up every single day and fucking tell yourself what you're grateful for. Think of all the things that you... I'm grateful for healthy fucking lungs. I'm grateful for the ability to see. I'm grateful... For my long ass goddamn fingers. I'm grateful that I've lost 40 pounds and that I'm healthy and that I have a period on my fucking own finally. I'm grateful that uh I'm healthy. I'm grateful that, you know, I have loving supportive people around me that don't bring bullshit into my life I'm grateful that when the bullshit is brought into my life that I handle it and that people actually listen to me and 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 whatever I'm grateful for so much and I know that you can be too because it's so easy to, it's it, it's it's so easy to look around and see everything that's fucking going wrong and see all the missing pieces in life, right? When you kind of zoom in on it and you focus on it and you focus on the missing pieces, sometimes all it can all you can see is missing pieces, right? So if you have a thousand piece puzzle, this is my analogy. If you have an a thousand, am I still recording? Yes. If you have a one thousand piece puzzle and you have a hundred pieces missing. In different sporadic areas, right? If you focus on one area of the missing piece and only that area and you zoom in and zoom in and zoom in and zoom in and, zoom in and hone in on that missing piece, all you're going to see is a, is, is a missing place, right? But when you zoom out and you look at the huge, the bigger picture and you look at the, the 900 pieces that you do have, guess what? You can still see the picture and what the picture is going to be, right? You can still see if it's a, if it's a puzzle of a sunset, a thousand piece puzzle of a sunset and a hundred pieces are missing, but you, and in different sporadic areas and you zoom out and you look at the bigger picture, you'll still be able to make out what that picture's supposed to be, right? And there's nobody in this world watching right now that has all thousand pieces missing. Cause if you have all thousand pieces missing, you're dead. You know what I'm saying? So so we have to be grateful for what we fucking have. And the things that are, are are plaguing us in our lives that we can control that we can get rid of, get rid of them. And the things that are plaguing us in our lives that we can change that we have the ability to change, change. So not only do you need to be grateful Right. Not only should you wake up every single morning, write down what you're fucking grateful for and make it a point to search for it. If you can't, if it doesn't just pop into your mind in, in, in the blink of an eye, what you're grateful for. Think for a second. Take a second. Take a minute. Take a moment to just think. And you know, what is it that I'm grateful for? Huh? Well, I'm grateful that I have a car that works. That gets me from point A to point B. That's not a fucking Maserati, but you know what? If I like it, I like the way it drives. It drives smooth. Whatever the fuck it is, think about it, write it down. You should be doing that. And you should be, you should be thinking of, if not writing down things and people in your life who add value to your life and things and, and people in your life that don't. And what you should do with the things and the people in your life that don't is eliminate, (laughs) get rid of, dismiss, goodbye, burn the piece of paper, release it, get rid of it, let go of it. And focus on the things and the people in your life that give you your utmost happiness and focus on the things that you can control. Make a list of the things in your life that you can't control. Right. What can I control? I mean, I have some control over my health, but I can't control any any drastic thing happening in my life, right? So I can try my best to eat healthy and be healthy, and whatever, fine. I'm kind of in control of that, but not really. Um, I can't control what other people do to me. I can't control other people's actions toward me or their words toward me, but I can control how I react to them. And if they're being really fucking disrespectful and piece of shitty, I can release them out of my life. Some people releasing them might be harder, easier said than done, but I can still do it nonetheless and make it happen. If Steve Jobs can quit school um and have every odd stacked against him and make a and make a company, Apple, uh that thrives but then literally gets fired from his own company, only to be rehired like 4 or 5 years later to re- to rebuild that company that was failing if Steve if Steve Jobs can find a way to do all of that and uh let's see who else fucking if 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 I'm trying to think um what what was that guy's name he passed away uh Stephen Hawking if he can, if he can make things happen in his life with the, the the plate that he was given in his life, I think you can leave your abusive boyfriend that's plaguing your life, or you you can have the strength to fucking move on in life from your girlfriend that's being a, a twat. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's that's the level. There is nothing in this world that you can't fucking do. And I'm not trying to sound harsh. And if I'm coming off like I sound harsh or like uh, I'm not being empathetic, I'm empathetic to everything that people are going through. I'm not empathetic to people who fucking live there on a daily goddamn basis. And so that is the way that I combat depression. That is the way that I will keep myself from any depression, seasonal uh um um, holiday depression, depression from a breakup, the way I do that is leaning into the things that are good in my life, the things that are going right in my life, because there's always something that's going right. There's, there's something, there's always something that, that actually is good. And I'm going to leave this here. I did a lot of rambling, but, um, if you feel yourself falling into a sadness, just remember that. Remember that there there are people who have it worse. And that doesn't invalidate your feelings. You are allowed to feel whatever the fuck you got to feel, right? Just because there are people out there in this world that have it worse doesn't mean that you can't feel what you're feeling. Like I said before, I feel the feelings. I cry, you know, like before I was about to cry. I'll probably cry on Christmas Eve. You know, I'll probably have a little bit of wine, watch the video, reminisce, cry a little bit, maybe by myself, maybe with my family, whatever. We'll cry. We'll be sad for a second and miss my grandmother. But then we move forward. That's what I'm saying. Don't live there. Don't take residency in that sadness. Feel it. Cry it out. Journal it down. Release it and move forward. And know that it's okay to revisit those feelings again. Every Christmas the feelings come back up. It's okay. Just because you wrote it down and released it and chose to move forward doesn't mean that it goes away completely. Know that and be okay with that. Don't live there. That is the best way that I can, te- that I can articulate to preventing a depression. Know that you are in a good position if you are alive right now, especially in the, in the, in the fucking world that we're living in, you know? Um, you are in a good position if you are breathing and have breath in your lungs and you are healthy and living and, 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 and whatever, you know? Even if you have some health issues. That is how I deal with holiday seasonal depression depression in general you know uh period (laughs) so anyway the um the secret word is for my friend here Elaine tinsel tits is the secret word because I just I love that fucking word and I love you Elaine for giving me that word Um, If you're listening to this or watching, Uh, I hope everybody can resonate with this and I hope you guys don't think I'm being like harsh in saying what I'm saying. I'm not trying to sound harsh or anything like that. I just want you guys to know that you're in control of your feelings and your emotions and you're in control of of what how you how you react to things and a lot of the times we feel like we are not in control we're not in control of things that are outside of us that happen um outside of us but we're in control of how we react to them and how we live do we live do we let those unforeseen circumstances rule our lives or do we say fuck you unforeseen circumstance It sucks that you had to happen, but I'm a fucking thriver. I'm a survivor. I'm not just a survivor. I'm a thriver, and I'm going to fucking thrive in the face of you. You know? That's that. Um, I didn't mean for this to turn into a fucking motivational speech, but (sighs) we all have shit going on, and the best thing that we can do is recognize that be kind to one another, be kind to ourselves, allow ourselves to feel, be grateful for what we do have. Um, and that's that. I love you guys very much. And um, let me know if you're listening up to this point, tinsel tits, that is the secret word. And you will see me probably every, especially on YouTube, you'll see me every single day leading up to the holiday, maybe even after I'm going to try to vlog as much as I can starting the 23rd. So stay tuned. I love you all very much. I'm glad to be back. And uh yeah, peace out, everybody. <laughs>